Hello everyone. This is Shunali Shroff and this is Kiran Mandral and, and we, we are, are not, not your aunties. aunties. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Not Your Auntie. Shunali and I have been a little perturbed with something we saw on social media last week and uh, it was about Indrani Mukherjee attending the KC College Fest Kiran 23 as a guest. Now Shunali's got a bad throat. So she's going to conserve her energy a bit but I'm going to tell you about why I found that disturbing because Indrani Mukherjee as we all know has been in a very high profile case where she's been accused of killing her daughter and the case has gone on for a while she was in custody at the Arthur jail for around 6 years she's just been out on bail last year she has a book out now and she's being fetted all over the place and that disturbs me what about you Shunali So firstly let me clarify guys I am not transitioning from one gender to the other <laughs> It's this high AQI poor air quality of Bombay that has sort of given me this hoarse raspy voice So bear with me We've all closely followed this uh, Indrani murder case We've all witnessed even her son Mikhail sharing in his interviews on across media that he got away that night he would have been murdered also he feared for his death mm, mm. if you were to leave the audience to play jury then we've all discussed internally absolutely and thought that yes indeed it really looks like a murder in cold blood we've all watched all sort of trials by media and even gone over the evidence in print and all fingers did point towards indrani now be that as it may she's not been acquitted she's not been acquitted and a person who's out on bail on such serious charges where that sheena bora hasn't been found and indrani is gone and given some story that she was last seen at some airport somewhere why she's sitting quiet through this entire process i find it appalling that society should give a platform to somebody like that to speak from and uh, you know whether she's spreading further more lies from there and how is she going to inspire college students how to get away with murder how to get away with murder or how to get away <laughs> with charges of murder whatever it is okay i'm just saying that there's got to be a standard as a society that we need to adhere to the fact remains that these are college students and the fact that they see her as acceptable to call as a, as a guest a chief guest or a speaker or whatever it is i'm not clear on that annoys me angries me disturbs me because we all know how people who are on the wrong side of law do tend to get lionized to push a point a bit further we've seen the adulation that charles sobraj gets sure ted bundy we've seen how what kind of a myth jack the ripper has become but the fact remains that indrani mukherjee is in the public limelight in the public gaze for a very serious charge and it is a criminal charge of the worst order and that college students are going to be listening to her and taking her as an icon why kiran for that matter literature festivals have been inviting her as well but she has a book out the fact is that she has a book out so that in itself is bothersome okay absolutely she was uh, recently speaking at the kasoli lit fest and bachi karkaria being bachi fierce as she is doesn't mince words she did a fantastic interview mm-hmm. at least her end of it and she said indrani your reputation precedes you so you don't need an introduction lovely <laughs> apparently in that book she's really gone on to slam peter and she's sort of exonerated herself of every charge and the whole world is evil everybody is always always you know sort of conspired against her it's a very unevenly told story which uh, i think you'd really have to i guess 
leave all sorts of logic behind to believe that she's a poor woman who's been hard done by and everything else has gone wrong with her she's accused her stepfather of things if stepfather isn't around to defend himself her parents have died mm-hmm. since and i don't intend to read the book someone sent me a copy and i promptly put it away in raddi because i feel that i can't put myself through this but i did watch this interview with bachi and uh, bachi sharp as ever uh, didn't let her off easily but i'm just saying that okay just because something is salacious or scandalous and mm-hmm. scandal has earned you a certain amount of fame as a college at least okay Absolutely. i understand if litfest are doing it because now there's a book and they feel ki chalo she has a story to tell whatever the logic mm-hmm. be college colleges cannot be doing this this is not the example they need to be setting and it's shameful that uh, kesi college went ahead and invited her and then promoted it online on social media i mean even if the students did invite her were there no checks and guards at a higher level yeah was the principal not really looking at who the guest list was and whether the guest list was appropriate you know when i watched her interview i was like how can you lie with such a straight face and she said something ridiculous she said to bachi that if i pause in between my in this interview it's because i had i developed a stammer as a child and there's a reason for that but don't think that i'm pausing because i'm coming up with an answer you see everything she's saying is to manipulate the listener into like sort of the narrative feeding to the narrative that she's had some childhood where she was raped by a stepfather and that i mean nobody ever heard her stammer before this listen there are a lot of people who have had traumatic childhoods they don't go around killing people at the end of it now there's another narrative that she's pushing that the world is jealous of ambitious beautiful women yeah there are a lot of ambitious beautiful women who have done wonderfully for themselves we've had priyanka chopra we've had so many wonderful women who've gone made a name for themselves not just in india and internationally yeah. and uh, they don't have a criminal record also she goes on saying that i was a media baron no we wait. all know that she had a background in hr and she married peter mukherjee and when he uh, when they floated them I mean, when they raised uh, that new company and started that new channel inx inx is when she uh, took charge that doesn't make her a media baron she married somebody with the right resources and ran a company for some time and then ran it to the ground totally okay. to the ground and yeah. then to hog all the limelight and attention from everybody and trash peter continuously through uh, in the book which is what actually bachi asked her about okay. she said that you know you've really vilified him you may not have, you may may not have murdered your daughter but you certainly murdered peter's reputation that's actually quite terrible because i think he stood by her for quite some time after all those uh, the entire thing exploded and of course now they're not together anymore but at the end of the day she built herself on his back i know i'm just saying that today i you know you get married to somebody and he gives makes you the head of the company for a day you don't go ahead and say that you're a leading industrialist from asia <laughs> she i remember even back then she had issued a press release really yes the press release said that indrani mukherjee is among the top 3 media moguls from asia so the delusions of grandeur were always there yeah so we don't have a problem with the woman being good looking or ambitious not at all and i hope out to that when people say she's both beauty and brains i find they very annoying because why do they have to be mutually exclusive, exclusive. absolutely but here the thing is it's a web of lies and everybody else has been vilified mm. even your children couldn't stand you your children have gone on to make statements against you vidhi wrote an entire book, book saying that the devil's child or something and then she's later on and you know manipulated vidhi and now vidhi's gone and signed some affidavit against peter and in her favor 
but at the end of the day she's a ch- she's a child as in she's not an underage minor but i'm saying she's still what 20 21 whatever the age is but uh, to then call such a person as the chief guest at a college festival is unforgivable do we not have enough chief guests worthy people around actually do you want to uh, send them a message to kisi college and suggest that they invite uh, that jolly amma the cyanide murder <laughs> for the next lit fest that might be a good, good idea can you want to talk about that murder the oh, jolly amma murder i just watched it yesterday shunali and it's really been playing on my mind since then there's this lady in kerala who over the course of many years poisoned around seven members of her family immediate and extended for ridiculous reasons for absolutely ridiculous reasons to make her life comfortable and she did it with such cleverness and such precision and uh, she only got caught when somebody was suspicious about why she was so happy at the funeral of one of them now jolly amma is to look at a regular woman like nothing uh, out of the way about her not beautiful not ambitious mm. uh, perhaps ambitious in her own little circle but not <laughs> the level of ambitious homicidally ambitious <laughs> homicidally <laughs> ambitious but pure evil at the end of the day pure evil and now there's a documentary out on her and this is what scares me actually shunali there are so many people doing wonderful good work which never get doesn't get talked about at all but the moment you kill somebody you become famous and you become an inspiration well as long as you don't give them a platform that's okay kiran i was speaking to a psychiatrist friend of mine uh from the uk very interesting his name is uh, dr shamrat and he was with the nhs as a practicing psychiatrist for some 18 19 years and then he decided that all these mental health cases who become criminals mm-hmm. need representation too by somebody who understands the mm-hmm. the tickings of a deranged mind oh a chemically deranged mind and so he went and became a barrister okay that's interesting and now he represents these disturbed people who go on to commit heinous crimes and we were talking about indrani this was a few months ago and we were talking about all sorts of psychopathic criminals who go on to, you know there was a serial murderer or nurse in england yes who went and murdered babies mm. and there was zero remorse mm. So he said that uh, the key fab prior, the primary indicator for the such people. I asked him. I said, "Don't they feel guilty later?" Does it? He said, "No, they don't have a conscience. It doesn't prick. It gives them a thrill." Oh. So not only isn't not only do they have a fear of consequences, they they delude themselves into believing they'll get away with it, and uh, there is zero remorse. So Indrani. uh he said that he's uh, you know understood the pathology of somebody like indrani having followed the case closely he said th- just by her mannerism and the way she speaks and goes about there is zero remorse mm. we are saying assuming that she really has committed the, the murder crime. given that the crime and all of these people they don't feel guilt ever yes that was pretty apparent in the jolly jacob case her face had zero guilt yeah i think she was just very pissed off that her plans had been had gone all right there used to be a publication in india mm-hmm. back in the day uh called manohar kahaniya yes of course it was very very popular very dark and it was popular this is the day of uh, this is the time when people took trains to get back get from one place to the mm-hmm. other and there was a stash of magazines people picked up and my dad being in the army we used to travel by trains when our postings happened and uh, there used to be all these stardust and filmfare and india today and all these english magazines 
and my mother would get one copy of manohar kahaniyan and quickly hide it ah yes so that you guys couldn't read it no so that she would she was ashamed to be devouring oh, these stories okay you know thankfully she doesn't listen to my podcast because she did <laughs> i go blue in the face denying it today but the fact is that people are drawn to minds that commit crimes and that's why true crime podcasts are that popular and that's why i have friends who are hooked on to crime shows so because it's, it's a perversion of the mind mm-hmm. and you want to just see how far can somebody go and how brutally they can go about committing murders and still continue to live normal lives so is this some kind of a catharsis for the watcher the reader the onlooker i think it's catharsis it's entertainment it's entertainment it is entertainment so the kc college kids but there's a perversion there for sure so why would the kc college kids call her What kind of entertainment are they expecting to I get from her? I think they probably her? called her as an author, but even to call her, she's not been acquitted. Hmm. Indrani Mukherjee has not, not been, been acquitted. acquitted of the crime. Yet. Okay, and um, her driver made those statements against Absolutely. her. Absolutely, wasn't yes. there a DNA match as well? I think so. I'm not too sure. I don't of think the they day. found the body. Did they find any? I, there was some hair DNA match. Okay. So they know that. I mean, I don't know what the story is. I'm not a lawyer, so I can't. We can't weigh in on this. Not at all. We don't have the details. And we don't want to. Details. We just want to say that if it's not Indrani, it's somebody else. If they've been acquitted, and just because they look glamorous and look a certain way, and they've written an article or come out with a book, doesn't mean you, you know, sort of fet them and call them to speak to young impressionable minds. I'm very sorry, but I do not think that this is speaker material. Kiran, let me ask you a question. and we are both authors and really no hard feeling against any literature festival in fact kasoli is really special lit fest to me it was the first lit fest i ever went to as a speaker but do you think that it is warranted for lit fest because she's written a book to invite her i think there needs to be some moral code i feel so too i mean just because anybody has written a book you can't call anybody there tomorrow i know could... everything is not about sensationalizing mm. you know and uh, what are you platforming you have to think about what are you platforming what you're platforming you're endorsing in a way right yeah exactly and uh, if you're platforming somebody who has a criminal such a serious criminal charge against her who has not yet been acquitted what are you saying to the rest of the world that it's everything is okay if you've written a book about it i actually find it really um confounding i'm never going to be called to kasoli now <laughs> it's all right we haven't trashed and we're just saying everybody needs to have a little moral compass about this and a sense of responsibility towards society you know i also find it confounding that if you're good looking and a criminal you mm. get more mileage charles sobraj good looking absolutely ted bundy good looking yeah even this uh, abu salem salem was good looking na yes he was good looking yeah so this entire thing that you know beauty is equals to goodness is something that we continue to hold even though it's been proven that beauty does not necessarily equal goodness yeah i was reading some uh, amazon reviews of her book and i'm glad that a lot of people have seen through the bs okay i think how do courts of law permit a person who hasn't been acquitted yet to go out and tell the story and you know manipulate public opinion mm-hmm. that's a very important point shunali i'm sure there'll be some because you remember that with the arushi murder case hmm. when avirok wrote arushi the book it was he who wrote the book yes not the first person not the first person account. not the relatives okay he did his own investigation sort of uh, found a lot of holes in the investigation that had already happened by cbi and uh, then went on to retell the story and he was closely involved with the case because he used to witness all the court trials so he was documenting that also that was very scientifically done in a sense in a very forensically recorded mm. reported account that was very different this is false equivalence 
Yeah, it it can't be because you can't justify that and say there was an Arushi book, and so now there's a you know, and so it's okay for Indrani to go and tell her story. Also. It's not okay because Indrani is telling her own story. Your Averok was the the journalist. He was the documenter of the case. He exactly. Was, so courts courts must not allow that. I'm saying forget publi- uh, publishers. Hmm. Publishers want to make profits and tell a story. It's a business after all. They're not r- running a charitable organization. But I'm saying that. Uh, you know this should not just be allowed legally far be it from us to tell the courts what to do i'm sure the courts know better but yeah but uh, this sways public opinion it does and her going on to platforms and talking about her experience also sways public opinion bichari me bichari me poor me no beautiful me. ambitious woman and bichari me don't go together and so much about misogyny my god all these uh, little interviews she's given also are all about it's a misogynistic society you know if i was if i were a man none of the men who were involved in my story were ever accused of uh, anything and you know my god uh, please everyone do me a favor uh, go and watch bachi karkaria's interview with indrani mukherjee at the kasoli lit fest uh, you know bachi is my hero she's always been and bachi says to her you know indrani your siddharth was her asmi's husband mm She said, "Now this man has gone on to say that I'm the father of the first child, which you claim you had when your stepfather raped you, and then you had Mikhail from him, and so easily you upped and left." And then she gave some cock and bull story. You know, just watching that interview reveals so much about the web of unconvincing lies that she has spun. See, at the end of the day, we know as onlookers, looking at whatever has come out in the media, that this is a false narrator. This is a complete false narrator of our own life, and yet we are willing to buy into the story. Yet we are willing to read this book, publish this book, put her on a pedestal, get her to speak to people about her experiences. Why are we buying into this false narrative as a society? What does it say of us as a people? That's 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 something to really think about. And on that note, I think we can wind this up. And with that, this is a wrap on this episode of Not Your Auntie. This is Kiran Manral, and this is Shunali Kular Shroff. Write into us. Uh, tell us what you liked and what you didn't like. I'm at Kiran Manral on all social media. I'm Shunali Kular Shroff on Instagram and Shunali Shroff on Twitter. See you next week. Ciao.